I love cooking and experimenting with all different types of dishes. Over the years, I have tried a wide range of recipes with interesting array of ingredients. One ingredient in particular stands out, as I have used it in a variety of dishes including stir-fry, cheesecake, pizza, veggie burgers, calzones, sloppy joes, smoothies, and chocolate cake. Can you imagine what might be found in all of these delicacies? With such a broad assortment of foods, it's hard to think of one simple ingredient that can be found in each dish. The answer is tofu. Though it might be hard to believe, you can make any one of these dishes and more with tofu. I know what you're thinking, because I once had the same questions. What is tofu? Does anyone really know what it's made from? Is it edible? Why eat it? Well, according to the research I've done, tofu is a food made by coagulating soy milk and then pressing it into soft white blocks. If we're going to be completely honest about it, which I'd like to be, we can admit that tofu is a bland, white, squishy, smushy food with completely no taste. Nevertheless, tofu has many positive qualities. For example, it has a wide variety of health benefits, including being a rich source of protein. An amazing quality of tofu is that it more or less absorbs the color and flavor of whatever it's cooked with. It can also assume a great variety of textures and can therefore be used in baking, frying, barbecuing, roasting, and in almost any type of dish. Clearly, tofu is one of the most flexible substances that exist in the cooking arena. On the one hand, tofu's versatility makes it a wonderful addition to any kitchen. On the other hand, could it be that adaptability isn't always a positive attribute? What role does tofu play in our daily lives? The very first psalm of Tehillim begins, Happy is the person who does not follow the advice of wicked people, and who does not go with sinners, and who does not sit with jokers. The first part of the verse clearly makes sense. After all, why would a person want to take the advice of a wicked person? It could be that the wicked person is giving them bad advice on purpose, which would be quite plausible for a wicked person to do. What about the second part of the sentence? The part which refers to going with sinners and sitting with jokers. What's so bad about going with sinners? Just because a person spends some time with people who sin doesn't mean that he's going to sin, right? And what could be so bad about sitting with jokers? Everyone likes a good laugh. So some people are acting inappropriately and making jokes that are unbecoming. Just because one sits with those people and enjoys a few laughs doesn't make him the same as a person telling the jokes. People in many ways are likened to tofu. We have an incredible ability to absorb that which we surround ourselves with. And unless we take precautionary steps, we can unfortunately find ourselves not just going with sinners, but sinning. Not just sitting with jokers, but actually being one. Thus, this is what the first Tehillim is cautioning us against. When we spend time with people who are involved in negative activities, we can, God forbid, slowly but surely absorb their speech and action until it becomes our own. However, when we surround ourselves with positive people and marinate ourselves with individuals who are involved in learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, we begin to take on the same flavor. We can then utilize our talents to do acts of goodness and kindness and develop a true taste for learning Torah. So remember, it's not only about how we choose to flavor our tofu, but how we choose to flavor our lives. Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos.